This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Live and local in the morning from 6 to 9, covering all of your favorite teams with analysis and opinions to carry you through the morning on the Blitz 1170 and streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app. We want to hear from you. Tweet slash X us at the Blitz 1170 or the text line is always open at 918-262-5072. Now it's time for the Morning Blitz. Here's Rick Corey. Well, that went fast, didn't it? Good good morning. It is Monday at 6 a.m. And you did that weekend. That went by in a hurry. Yeah, that asked that really escalated quickly. I'm Rick Corey in here on Monday, and it's going to be really nice outside by the end of the day. It's going to be around 62 later today. It's a little chilly out there right now, i got to tell you. About 35, 36 degrees. Bryce Hulse is in the other room. And, you know, Carly Rush, as she walked by, stuck her head in this morning and said, Happy one week without football. <laughs> and she said she and her husband, Ed, were sitting around this weekend going, well, what do we do now? <laughs> Literally. Yeah. You're getting tied up in the you know in the playoffs, and yeah, even though you're getting down to just the Super Bowl being one day, your whole day's kind of about that if you're a fan, right? And then you kind of adjust. You know, and it's okay, it's over, and then you go, okay, some basketball, and you pay attention again, or a little bit more again, right? And then you get to the weekend, and you're like, what? <laughs> My wife was gone this weekend to see her parents. They're a little older, obviously, and she needs to go down there sometimes. And so, Lindsay and I stay home. And I mean, I, I swept and I cleaned and I dusted and I made these really good dinners and lunches. And then, in between, I'd just kind of sit in the chair and she'd sit over there and she'd play on her phone or, you know, she'd get these brain games she plays or whatever. I'd look outside. Or, and then Saturday was ridiculously cold, right? Uh, it was it was oh it was better. Did you did did you have to work outside any Saturday? No, but I just like doing house talk that morning, walking mm-hmm. out to my car. That was a bit of a, a shock. shock. <laughs> walking yeah. out to twenty nine degree weather when it, I'm oh. been used to walking out in like fifty degree weather or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. I went outside to dump some recyclables uh, in the recycler, and which is in the garage, and and the garage and, the, and my dive stuff is a, my dive business are adjacent there. But I try to keep them both heated some. And cooled some. You know, you got this expensive dive gear out there. I say that all the time when I'm talking about certain clients. So I have a little heater and I have, you know, things that run out there to keep it hotter and colder when I need it. And so I've got this thing out there and I walked outside and I thought, wow. So I turned it up a little bit because I just dumped it in there and went back in. And then uh, about one o'clock, I had to go over and get some gas at Costco and make a little quick uh, Walmart run, Walmart neighborhood market run. So I did that. I go back outside and it's still cold. So I crank it up a little bit more. And then I opened the uh, opened the door and realized why it was that cold in there. Is holy mm. crap, it's cold out here. It looked miserable from inside. But, you know, you've got the really good windows. They're double pane, all that kind of stuff. And you can't tell other than, okay, you know, it keeps it warm. Yeah. But it also made it really dry. I mean, I woke up this morning like I'd been sleeping in the Sahara. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's just dry. My whole face, it's what it, you just want mm-hmm. to stick your head in water, right? Well, the good news is that's going to be all gone. That That's really kind of a, well, okay. We've gone through the weekend of snows in March kind of thing. But we are at the, what, the 18th or 19th now. Yeah, uh, February. And we've got a couple of 70-degree days coming. Today's going to be up above 60. And it's going to be hard for it to be ridiculously cold again. So we might have survived our last cold snap. And we did it without any other weather. So I guess we ought to just say good for us, right? Yeah, it's been great. All that to say, how did you spend your weekend? You worked some, though. I worked some. Uh, (laughs) That's why it's funny when you were talking about missing football. The other day was a very busy course uh, course day Mm. out of the golf course. I remember a, I was telling a friend about it, and he was like, "Well, you know, it was, I mean, it was pretty cold, and but you know, 
it didn't seem like that good of weather, you know, like it was right, sunny, but kind of cold. Right. And you're like, what was the big deal? And I remember thinking there was no football on yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, and he's like, oh yeah, it's already been a week. And it's like, yep. yep. So they're, they're going to find a way if there's nothing to watch. They'll be out there. Yep, 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 right. So, yeah, I can see that, even on the colder days. You know, but at least, um, I don't know about you, but when I was, when I was, you know, and I had time, but when I was around, when I was not <laughs> cooking or cleaning or doing one of those things, I was trying to make sure I kept up with everybody. So I watched some OSU, I watched some OU, I watched some Tulsa, P.J. Haggerty. Holy crap. That kid, you talk about good. You know, and they had the, you know, they had the, they, it was kind of their legends night, and they brought everybody back, you know, when they played Rice mm-hmm. in the nice overtime game. And you saw a lot of those people out there, and they showed, showed Shea. You know, and and then has the baton. Yeah, right. As Haggerty goes and sets that record, sets the scoring record, the freshman scoring record with a lot of time left. Really, you well, know, yeah. it's really impressive. And part of it is he's the best. He's by far the best player on that team. But he's just he's really impressive to watch. Mm-hmm. So I watched some of that and then tried to knock around and get some of that. I got some of the NBA All Star stuff. Yeah. And you know, and the game. I don't know. I mean, come on. When we get to the point where a game is two hundred and eleven to one hundred and eighty six. Maybe it's jumped the shark. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're going to do what the NFL has done, let's just do the skill stuff then at that yeah. point. And if you want to do something like play three-on-three three, half court, where you can have two mm-hmm. sides going at one time, you know, sort of. I mean, the court's big enough. You could separate it out and then and then do that kind of thing. That might be fun. But at, at, this, at what point is it ridiculous to call that a game? I, I think it's not. I think we've reached that point now. <laughs> oh, oh, it's reached it. Even Adam Silver, even the bizarre man himself said, you know, we're not doing this right. Yeah. Uh, it, it is about entertainment. Everything's about entertainment, whether I don't care what kind of game it is. It's about entertainment. Now, if you're going to watch OU softball, you don't have time for a lot of entertainment because it'll end in the third or the fifth inning as it did this weekend. If you're rooting for that team, it's good. Yeah, yeah. right. I mean, at that point, the, you know, the entertainment is, oh, another one, oh, another one, oh, another one. I mean, you can't take your eyes off mm-hmm. of it or it's over. And they run rule you and send you home. But if, everything else, I get it. But they even made the, 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 the statement, you know what, we've become a little too much about entertainment. Mm. All right, so let's just stop playing the game. And the, you know, even before that, Larry Bird said, look, I just want him to play hard. Well, come on. Yeah, and do you really expect they're going to go out there and beat up? When, and they're all going to go Draymond Green each other during an All Star right. game? It's just not, it's not feasible anymore. Mm-hmm. But the fun stuff is fun. And then the NBA realized, well, we might not even be doing that right because we're commentators. <laughs> <laughs> I started the morning, you know, get everything ready for. It's a very, it's a very, very patterned what we have to do because it's a certain medicines she has to take in the morning are very specific about times and when you can eat and, and that kind of thing. So you get through the pattern of that, and then I flip it over, and I start by going to game day. I still enjoy game day. And that's when I hear the Caitlin Clark stuff. And I was watching live when, when he did it. And, the, <laughs> oh, man. And that was Jay Williams, who had the first, you know, oops of the weekend. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Kenny followed it up later. And so we just we didn't have a great weekend when it came to what these idiots were saying on the air. And, you know, most of the time, both those guys occasionally will say things I'll, I agree with a little bit. But we've got some of those comments we will play and get some opinions as well. Plus, we do have the weekends of college basketball. It's a really good Kansas team. And, yeah, they beat Oklahoma. But they did something really cool down there. Really, really cool. They were honoring Billy Tubbs. And if you weren't around when Billy was coaching, I'll get into it later. I don't have time right now. But if you weren't around when Billy was coaching – Holy crap, did he make it fun. 
He absolutely made it fun. And we've got a little classic, and something happened during the honoring of Billy Tubbs that was just one of the coolest things. And I'll get into that. I've got some audio from that, too. And then Bill Self, somebody asked him about Coach Tubbs in the postgame. And you know Bill. Bill's history is here, too. He played at Oklahoma State. You know, you played know against him? Yeah, it was at ORU. It was at TU. It was at OSU. I mean, Bill's done all kinds of stuff, right? Well, so Bill goes off, and they ask him about him, and he starts, but then he starts talking about the old Big 8. And he's got some nostalgic cool stuff in there. I'm gonna, so we're going to play all that stuff for you. Uh, there's nothing really new out of Kansas City other than, you know, like Mahomes and his wife stopped by the hospitals, which was really cool. There's more dona- The donations they started are just incredible. Taylor yeah. Swift gave 100K. Now Travis Kelsey has matched that. And, and it's just it's shooting through the roof for the people up there who need that help. I mean, it's uh, – and some of it, of course, going to Elizabeth Galvan's family, the one who was mm-hmm. the one person killed. So all those things we'll talk about today. Uh, Daytona was rained out yesterday, so you'll hear that on the Blitz this afternoon. So the, the show with Pop and Colby is not the – sh- the show with Pop and Colby will sound like this today. <laughs> or like this, depending on which radio. Which side oh, you're yeah, going yeah. to. Yeah, like could be either one. Uh, so that's going to happen. We'll get that. Uh, Ollie picked up his, his uh, Doak Walker. And got some advice from Emmett Smith that was really cool. Mm. So we'll play that. And it was funny, too, because Emmett made a really interesting um, admittance when he was asked something in, in that one. We'll get some of that to you. We started the season in baseball as well. So we'll get to some of those results. And basically, just kind of roll through the day. We'll have the Blitz Bus this morning. We'll have this day in sports history. Brought to you by Triad Eye um, Institute. And then we had a, I mean, with baseball starting in college, you know, we love it around here, so we pay attention to that in softball. But every now and then, just somebody around the world will start making, you know, or somebody around the country will start, you'll get their little bit of attention for whatever it was. In this in instance, it's a baseball player from a team you don't much care about, <laughs> but he continues. As a matter of fact, I think you, not only do I have the stat you handed me here, Bryce, but I think he's actually gone past that now. Oh, I thought I saw another one late last night saying it was eight of nine. And so mate, we'll look at Got to take a full scope of the full weekend yeah, yeah, now. <laughs> yes, yeah. So we'll have to take a look at those things. Now, we have our text board open at 918-262-5072. We need you now more than ever. Yeah, certainly responding to the Super Bowl and, and those things, those are big deals. But at this time of year, we got a lot of time. So we need those even more so than ever. That is the Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line here in the Tulsa Oilers studio. 918-262-5072. All those things to come right here on the Morning Blitz. Don't look now, but the Blitz is on TikTok. Follow along at the Blitz 1170. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. The Oklahoma State Cowboys will be at the Cincinnati Bearcats on Wednesday night. The Pokes are coming off a top-20 upset of BYU in Stillwater on Saturday. Oklahoma State shot 59% from the field, led by true freshman Jamiron Keller, who had 22 points. The Oklahoma Sooners will be on a bye week this week and won't play again until Bedlam Part 2 in Stillwater on Saturday. The Sooners dropped their home game Saturday this past Saturday against KU 67-57. Jalen Moore led the Sooners with 17 points. And the Tulsa Golden Hurricane will be at Wichita State on Wednesday night as they look to sweep the season series against the Shockers. TU has swept the series with Rice after their OT victory against the Owls on Saturday. P.J. Haggerty led the Hurricane with a 30-point, 10-rebound performance. That's the Window World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Boots 1170 and streaming on the Boots 1170 app.
blitzing up your mornings. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? You can always join in by texting us at 918-262-5072. As a matter of fact, we really hope you do that. 918-262-5072 and the Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line. You, you're on staff and you don't get paid that differently than Bryce and me. <laughs> Come on, be a part, 918-262. How did you get by this weekend? Honest to goodness. Now, if you're know if you a household who loves every sport, and we do too. Sure. But I don't, come on, I'm just going to be honest, around here in Oklahoma, you just get more involved in football. You it, do. It runs the gamut, right? <laughs> it does. And then you love, you, you do like college, you love college basketball. And, and, and they had a fantastic, fantastic um, uh, crowd at OU for the Kansas game. And, you know, it wasn't a huge crowd at GIA, but they were loud. For BYU, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, Coach Boynton thanked them after the yeah. game. Same at Tulsa. You know, this team had been struggling the last week, but that they get the overtime win. It got nice and loud there, too. I mean, it's been really kind of fun. And, and we like it, and we get back involved this time of year, but you do sometimes start to plan your, your kind of weekends around bowl games for a while and then the playoffs. You mm-hmm. you got those glorious you know two games a day Saturday Sunday you know for early in the NFL playoffs and then you know you, you eventually get down to Super Bowl Sunday, but you kind of plan everything around it. you know, you know what, what are we going to eat where are we going to go well we can't go at that time because we got to be here I mean come on it happens right yeah you have to plan your day around it it feels like more it in, in, in football <laughs> just because the schedules shrunk so much you know well, it seems like I don't know and maybe it's just my house because we're such fans but we kind of always have done that. And yeah. you, then you get to here, and it's just not there. I mean, it's almost like suddenly being an empty nester, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like, have you ever seen that uh, Mr. Bean gif where he's just out in the yes. field just sitting, yeah. and he's kind of like twiddling his thumbs, yep. and he's just yep. waiting yep. around? It's like, that's what it feels like sometimes whenever you get to this time of year. So what did, so what did uh, Bryce, he worked, and we all have things that we can do, right? It's tax time, doing tax. I spent some time doing that on Saturday as well. You know, as you're getting that kind of stuff ready, and I understand. And, and if you've got your, if you've already, if you're done with yours already, then yeah, we all hate you. Uh, but otherwise, the rest of us, are, if you're still gathering or whatever, you do some of that. But then you find out you just have, and it's having a little bit of time is fine, right? Yeah. But it's going to be next week too, and the week after. As a matter of fact, I saw That's somebody fine. on Twitter, and it said, uh, "Hey, we were Adrian Peterson weeks away from our first football game, <laughs> and there was AD tossing in his uh, the football around in a promo for OU." When he was still playing there. So how did you spend your time? Uh, you would traditionally, at least at my house traditionally, we would look more for like, all right, so what are some of the events of the weekend? You know, mm-hmm. is there something fun to go do? Is there a home and garden show? Is there a boat show? Which, you know, those, the big home and garden show, big boat show are in the rearview mirror, but they still have small ones around. Those kinds of things. Or is there some little celebration to go to? Try to do some of that. But this weekend with uh, Christine out of town, you, you, certain things we can and cannot do around the time with Lindsay. So uh, just busy. Uh, Keaton, things are busy around the house. But whatever you did at 918-262-5072, I'd love to have. I'm just looking at the forecast, or I'd love to see. Highs for this week. I got 71 tomorrow, 78 Wednesday. 70 on Thursday, then back in the 76s. So really good. And then he also, Rylan Crone right now is going through all the things that are causing people to have problems. And I don't know if you can hear it or not. There's a little depth in the voice today. So for whatever reason, something out there is doing something, and it's given Bryce problems as well. So mm-hmm. if you're uh, if you're struggling to breathe this morning, welcome to the group, brother. <laughs> for whatever reason, I feel like I slept in the Sahara Desert. I don't feel like there's any water in my body. I don't know. It's something with the. I feel like the just the change of weather, like back and forth, going back to these like really cold mornings, and then we're gonna have seventy degree uh, days. 
and that's what's causing it. Maybe your body's just tired of the whole thing. Yeah. I did during one of my walks uh, when we get home. Depending on when we get home from Oklahoma City from the proton treatment, when we get back, if we've got time, I'll try to get out. I walk when I'm there, um, you know, in the building. I mean, we take Lindsay in, and they come get her pretty quickly for her treatment, and I immediately just start walking. If it's nice, I'll go outside. If it's not, I'll just walk in the lobby and irritate the crap out of people as I go <laughs> back and forth uh, in the lobby there at OK Proton. Uh, and I always tell them when I go by the first time, you know, hey, um, ladies and gentlemen, you know, whoever, yeah, ladies or guys or whatever, sorry, but I'm going to lap you here for a while. Yeah, I was, I was on walking. my rear for an hour and yeah, 40, I'm right? I'm just going to keep walking <laughs> while I'm doing this. But sometimes when, as if we get home in time, I'll jump back outside. And I noticed the Bradford pears had already started to grow, at least mm-hmm. have their buds. They weren't coming out, but the bud the, the bud buds themselves were starting, the little, you know, I don't even know what you call it, shell things around the buds. I was thinking, oh, man, don't, because as soon as you do, we're going to get in what we got Saturday, you know, when suddenly it was ridiculously cold. So even the trees are confused. Uh, but we're starting to see some greenery starting to happen a little bit more, at least along the Turner. Almost, you know, we've only been going down back and forth now. Well, we've gone eight, nine times, but only five of those are treatment because the other four were pre. But we've seen it change a little bit, and we get the chance to watch that, which will probably start to occur pretty quickly. So maybe it is some of the stuff coming out, because what Alan just showed right there was that there's a lot of different allergens out there right now, possibly because of that blooming right now. All right, well, 620 on the Blitz 1170. It's not a horticulture show, but, you know, we can do that and other things. Uh, did you see any of Ollie uh, take getting picking up his uh, Doak Walker? Yeah, I, di- I didn't really see... Um any speeches or anything like that but i i saw a little bit of pictures of the event yeah and they you know they had him down there and you know the doke walker he won quite a while ago but then they they have their you know their galas but they try to have that a little bit after the season which i mm-hmm. think is nice of them so they had Emmett smith back uh, obviously one of the best of all time and when they ask they they talk to both of them and ollie does you know ollie speaks in pretty quick quotes he doesn't mm. say much <laughs> he's he still looks like he's a little shy around a microphone and for the most part We'll just, you know, they'll say something like, you know, what's this like? Well, it's really an honor. And he's he's just not one of those guys who'll, who'll pontificate very much. Yeah. Well, at one point they asked Emmett Smith, you know, the two of them then had some time together. He said, what do you guys do? Did you watch, and, and did you watch a lot of this kid? And Emmett Smith, he said, you know, I got to be honest, no. <laughs> I didn't watch a lot of film. You know, I just you know, came in here for the banquet. He was honest about it. But then they asked him something interesting that even if he hadn't watched a ton of college football, and he said, he said, look, my kids are taking my time, and when they're playing, I'm watching. And if he said, if the Gators are on and I can watch, I will, which makes sense, right? He'd watch from Florida. Uh, didn't say anything about the Cowboys, but we were talking college football because this is the Doak Walker. And they said, well, what advice would you give him? Now, I thought that was a pretty good you yeah. know, question. Here's a guy that even if you haven't seen a ton of what's happening there or a ton of him, you know obviously he got the award. He's a hell of a player. You get that, but there's more to that. So they asked him what he would uh, he would say to him when it came to um, just some tips, if you will, and you know how to move forward, motivation, all those things, some advice, basically. And here's Emmett's response. No, we didn't talk much about the game at all. I was just basically getting acquainted with the kid that I really saw saw play. But obviously, uh, he's a good-looking kid. Um, he's a, he's obviously, he's a great football player on his way to another level. And uh, he has all the tools, obviously, to, to make, take it to the next level. So... The, the best advice I will give him right now is to remain humble through the process. All the hardware means a lot. It, it, it validates what you were able to accomplish throughout the course of a season and what your guys were able to do up front for you to help you get there. 
But at the end of the day, it's back to the grind right now because this last year was last year, this year's a new year. And that's the approach that I've always taken is, okay, had a great season last year. I'm going to have an even better season this year. So what do I need to do? One, get back on the grind. Uh, treat it as if you never won any hardware at all and that you want to win brand new hardware the next year. And the most important thing, obviously, is to stay healthy throughout the course of the season. Uh, and that's something that everybody must do. So uh, he has a bright future ahead of him and uh, has the talent. The one thing I do know about, about having talent is you have to nurture that talent. And don't take it for granted because these are fleeting moments. They come and go fairly quickly. I tell him he has, he has the, uh, the younger trophy. I have the older trophy. So <laughs> I got the gray one, or <laughs> as you can tell. So it matches, all of this right here kind of matches together. So it happens fairly quick. I mean, it does go by fairly quick. So cherish these moments, enjoy these moments, share these moments with family and friends, um, and pat yourself on the back, bro, because you've been working hard to get to that place. And uh, you put in a lot of work along with your teammates. And so you deserve some credit, too, for what you do and the commitment that you make to yourself and the commitment that you make to your teammates and, your, and the university. So just, just enjoy the moment for a moment, but then get back on the ground. <laughs> there you go. And that, that's good advice. You give that advice to anybody. Enjoy this, yeah. act, but then act like you've never won one mm-hmm. and get back to it. And the great players, they all have the one thing in common. And you heard him say it, talent's not enough. You got to nurture the talent. What talent has to work, and you know, he obviously is a guy who would know about that. You look at Emmett Smith standing there; you wouldn't look at think there's anything special about him. Same with yeah. Barry Sanders. I mean, Barry yeah. was muscled up, but if you watched him standing there, you'd think he's a small guy. Mm-hmm. You know, not a huge guy. And in Emmett, in Emmett, even more so, he just doesn't look the part of a guy who who could run through those tackles like he did. I mean, mm. you just you look at Emmett Smith just standing there, he's like, all right. <laughs> but you couldn't tackle, you know, he'd outrun you, and you were surprised by that, or he would. I mean, some guys look the part. Jim Brown looked the part, you know. Something yeah. about him, he just looked the part. Adrian Peterson certainly oh, looked the gosh. part, right? But some guys, you look at him and go, well, he, he, I should be able to tackle him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some, some of them are icebergs, right? A lot, a lot of their mass is way down under. <laughs> yeah, or just there's just something about him. Yeah. You know, one of, Herschel Walker looked the part. I once I had Herschel Walker in studio for an hour one time, and all I could do was just stare at him. You know, and he's the dude that was famous for he didn't do much weights. He just did push-ups, thousands and thousands and thousands of push-ups, yeah. <laughs> literally a day. And he uh, he sat there in the studio with us, and I was I was a little bit dumbfounded by just looking at him like that. He was not the world's greatest interview, but he was still interesting because of the times he played in and having a Heisman and all those things. Uh, but it just looked like he was a running back. And I've been, you know, and I've never been in the same room with Walter Payton, but you see Walter Payton on stage. <laughs> he didn't look that impressive. Some of those little guys, you just mm-hmm. didn't look at. Tony Dorsett looked the part. I mean, it was interesting enough, but some guys who did and some guys who didn't. But to look at him and, and then realize, man, that, that is that combination, that grind. But if you think about the, the guys, and it brings to mind what he Michael Irvin and Aikman all said about the Cowboys after their exit in the playoffs. Those are three guys who nurtured talent and worked at it. They worked. They worked at it. Yeah, you can hear stories about Michael Irvin occasionally in the White House the Cowboys had. <laughs> and whether or not he was a recent, you know, a constant visitor. But you still, you're still talking about a guy who would go out and work his tail off. And maybe that's what's missing today. 
I don't know. Yeah. Right. I thought it was really good advice. You know, you hope Ollie listens and moves forward. He seems like a good enough kid to do it. Heck, he was at OSU wrestling over the weekend. Yeah, he was. He had a little. Uh, he he brought back his his comment that he said in post bedlam mm-hmm. to get the crowd riled up. That's a thing. I mean, he's he's certainly been a, a favorite in terms of really taking it all in from program to program, yeah. uh, staying humble. I really think the only thing that he needs to watch out for sometimes is just getting control of his emotions during the game, and that's something that we'll look forward to seeing in the fall. But, you know, again, just take it, that advice with stride. Yeah, and, and hopefully, you know, to Emmett to say, yeah, I don't know the kid yet. I'm just here to, you know, congratulate him, look, you know, wear a suit, get a nice dinner, shake hands, and <laughs> probably some kind of a stipend for showing up to, you know, to speak, and, and you move on down the road. But he he's a guy that I would listen to. There's no doubt about that. I've seen, I've seen some guys around the NFL that, or around major leagues or around you know, any of those guys where you see, God, if you just worked hard. Because you've you know, got the talent, but if you just worked hard. Yeah. And, and there were so many of those guys you'd see in a locker room and you just could not understand why you didn't take that talent to the next level when you see guys who were playing better than them only because they have the work ethic to do so. They're in the film room where they're back into the grind a little bit more easily and working at it. And that's why I think it's one of the reasons, you know, like when, when somebody asked Shaq about what kind of a teammate Rodman was, and he said horrible. But he said the one thing we knew is he was one of those he was one of those dichotomies in that he could do what he did, which was not never train, bring chicken wings into the locker room, not even take a shower after a game, just change into his street clothes and leave because he had a party that he was putting on <laughs> to go to. And Shaq said, by the way, put on a hell of a party. <laughs> but those guys who never trained and yet could go out and get 20 rebounds, mm-hmm. there's not almost none of those guys. Yeah, you all did notice, though, that that career was a lot shorter than where LeBron still is. Sure. Not that he was LeBron, but you know you could extend that. So being around some guys that you look at and go, God, if you just put effort into it, right? And right. then if I just had a little bit more of that in me, then think about that if you're one of those people who will grind and work really hard. Uh, but Ollie seems like both. But mm-hmm. it's, it's great to hear Emmett Smith give some of that kind of heartfelt advice, even if you hadn't seen him play a lot. Yeah. It's 8.30. Pardon me. No, I wish it was. But it's 6.30 here on the Blitz 11.70. <laughs> like, wow, right. yeah, yeah, how about that? Yeah, well, that went really fast. Yeah, we've got our Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line open here at 918-262-5072 here in the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio, where, by the way, anytime they're home on Sunday, you can skate with the players on the ice during what we call Sunday Fun Day. You can take some of your skates, or they'll have some you can rent right there, and you can just jump on the ice with the players Sunday Fun Day. It's what happens on the Sundays when the Oilers play at home from the Oilers and the Blitz 1170. All right, and we come back, I'll get you a little bit what happened up in Norman when they were honoring Billy Tubbs. It was really fun. And then some of what Billy, uh, one of Billy's, mm, Billy didn't mentor Bill Self, but obviously Bill was around at that time. And Bill not only talked about Billy, but he started to reminisce about the old Big Eight. Mm. I want to get you some of that as well. And the run some, he's right about one thing that he's talking about in there. Some of the people who were coaching in the league at the time. And we talk about the Big 12 now, what it is right now and what an absolute monster it is in college basketball and what it's going to be like when you add the likes of the Arizonas, the world Colorados who are playing better and those who are coming in next year. 
but there's a guy, and his name is Bill Self, who believes it was it was by far the best back when it was the Big Eight. And we'll let him get into that here coming up on the Blitz. The Blitz text line is always open, 918-262-5072. You can text us anything you want at any time. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. In the NBA All-Star game last night, the East beat the West 211-186. The Thunder's own SGA had 31 points for the Western All-Stars. And the OU baseball team went 2-1 in their weekend at Globe Life Field, finishing with a 7-6 walk-off victory over Nebraska yesterday. It was the first time these teams have played since 2011. The Sooners tied it at 6 with one out left before Jackson Willits hit a bases-loaded single to score in the winning run. Bases loaded, two outs, first pitch swinging, line drive, base hit, base hit! Sooners win it! You can unhitch the wagon! Jackson Willett's first collegiate base hit is a walk-off single to center. And they're dogpiling the kid in center field. That's the window world of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Boots 1170 and streaming on the Boots 1170 app. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? Call us up at 918-879-1170. We want to hear from you. We always want to hear from you. We love hearing from you, and especially, well, actually, by text, too, at 918-262-5072, the Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line. I want to say especially by text, but it's always easier and kind of fun for you sometimes to do that because you don't have to worry about sitting on hold or any of those kinds of things. You can just l- uh, let us know. That is the Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line. Your thoughts at 918-262-5072. 635, Blitz 1170. That's Bryce in the other room. I'm Rick Corey in here. Going to have ourselves a pretty nice day out there. I want to remind you, uh, this is a nice day, but anytime it's a nice day to go see the Tulsa Oilers play, they're drawing really good crowds. And if you go anytime, even if you buy cheap seats, we might you know, just hit you with an upgrade. We call it the Blitz Upgrade, and we'll call some seat numbers during the game. A lot of times it's going to be those seats that may be way up high, but we're going to bring you down put you by the ice. It's the Blitz Upgrade from the Blitz and, of course, the Tulsa Oilers. Um, so yesterday we mentioned uh, that or over the weekend we mentioned they were honoring Billy Tubbs at the University of Oklahoma. And it was cool. They had some players back, too, which was really neat. Uh, there were some fun moments in that. And one of them was uh, somebody asked Bill Self. It was great to have Bill Self in, in Norman for that. Because certainly Bill was around when Billy Tubbs was around. Now, when were you born, Bryce? 98. All right. So you were you were certainly around when Billy Tubbs was coaching, but you don't remember much, right? No. Yeah. Because if you don't remember, you know, for those who might not remember Billy's actual career, he started at Oklahoma in 80-81, and then he was in, with the Sooners till 93-94. And that 80-81 team was 9-18. and And, all right, nothing special, but that's why they hired you, because they were struggling. And then, 81-82, hey, they're 22-11, and 11, and they're in, in the NIT semifinals. And then, look out, brother, it's an NCAA run with Bill and his guys. They go to 24-9, and 29-5, and 31-6, and 26-9, 24-10, and 35-4. And, and during that time, some of the classic games they would play against, you know, he... he, you know, he playing against Tarkanian and UNLV and guys like that. And Billy's offenses were <laughs> – they were not Coach Sutton's. They were not Bobby Knight's. They were just trying to, try to put 100s on somebody. Mm. 
Try to put a hundred on there and do it in a hurry. Uh, he would. Th- he they were thirty and six, twenty seven and five. I mean, you you go on and on and on and on. And of course, an NCAA run, runner up. You know, when Danny Manning and the Kansas beat them in the finals, Danny the Miracles. When everybody thought the Sooners were, were going to win. I mean, how could yeah. you not with that loaded lineup? And then Manning just had one of the best nights in college basketball to go beat him. But Billy was there forever and played, you know, just up-tempo, go-get-em basketball. That's all there is to it. Well, somebody asked, you know, and this is great. Again, this it's so nice to have Bill Self in the, in the building that day because Bill not only is a guy who remembers Billy, but he's willing to talk about it. So they ask him, first of all, his memories of Coach Tubbs and what other coaches would think about him and how they reacted. There's two people that made basketball in Oklahoma, Billy Tubbs and Wayman Tisdale. I mean, they, they, they changed how it was viewed everywhere, more so than anybody. Nolan was up there, but but not 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 as much as Billy. You know, he's one of those guys that you love to hate. And then after you got to know him, you you hated it because you loved him. I mean, he, he was he, he was different uh, uh, personality, uh, uh, story after story, uh, kept it interesting. You know, I can t- I can tell, you know, I remember when I was coaching with Coach Sutton and he would beat a team 111 to 74, and, and we beat the same team 71 to 59. Coach Sutton said, it doesn't matter. That that doesn't matter. And they asked Billy one time, what would you think of the game? He said, the first half, I thought it was okay. I could stay awake. But first, you know, he would just say stuff like that all the time just to keep people. He, he kept it fun. But there's two. Yeah, and I can see Coach Sutton, you know, not caring about it. And you shouldn't care about it. If you win, you win. That's all there is to it. But I can also see Billy say something like like that. You know, it's hard to stay awake. But Billy's a guy who said when Wayman Tisdale played on the Olympic team for Bobby Knight, and Bobby was the head coach, you know, Bobby Knight's going to coach you in the Olympics. You're going to do what Bobby Knight asks, and he's going to change mm-hmm. and coach the way Bobby Knight coaches. And that was a lot more conservatively. And they said, and they asked how he, and you know, how he done. Billy Tubbs talked about, you know, he did a great job. And he said, he's the only guy, he's the only coach I've ever known who's been able to hold, hold Wayman to eight. <laughs> he just wouldn't let him play the same game. Completely changed the philosophy, right? Yeah, Wayman would go out and score 30, right? Well, no, not, not with him there. But that's that was Billy. He'd say things like that. But, you know, then Bill went ahead, and this is the part I loved, and you could just see it in Bill Self's face. And, again, you know, he coached at ORU. He coached at Tulsa. He had great success at, at both those places, but especially at Tulsa when he took them to the Elite Eight. And he had great athletes there, right? And so, man, he's around Oklahoma State as a player and as a coach over there too. So he'd been touched by all the institutions and all the coaches around here. But he's also in a Big 12 right now that is the best basketball league in America. And it's only going to get better next year. Yet he believes it was best when they were still just the big eights. You know, it's it's different now. And I'm not saying it's worse, but the best days of college basketball, we had it better than anybody. And we probably didn't realize we did because we had Billy, you had Larry at, at Kansas, you had Jack at K-State or Lawn, you had Norm at Iowa State, uh, you had Johnny at, at Iowa State, and then you go back to Cipriano or whatever at Nebraska or what. I mean, th- those were, and, and Coach Sutton at Oklahoma State, that was as good as any league's ever had it. And, and I don't know that we really grasped it at the time because those were that, 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 those guys made this league great. And they, you, know, you, th- you start thinking about and running through the names he had in there. You, know, you had mm-hmm. Coach Sutton, you had Eddie, you had Billy, you had Norm Stewart, Larry Brown, Lon, as he said, other, and, and, and others at Kansas State. And you could go on past that. That was, you know, we call this one the meat grinder. 
I mean, come on, that that was a just as good a league, and and it was you had you had fewer teams, so you know you you, you played. Of course, you were still you just played twice, but it just so made it's a the, round robin, right? Yeah, for everyone, it really, it was, yeah. So and and then the tournament was just you know axes and picks and things mm-hmm. like that. It was just. <laughs> difficult it was great to see bill light up when he talked about that and they they even played you know the uh, classic clip of coach tubbs his famous moment when he went to the they're they're playing and i, I gotta be i gotta be honest i've forgotten at this moment who they were playing but I think it was the, missouri yeah it, probably because norm's teams were always norm's teams and billy's teams had some of the best battles and they he was not agreeing with some of the calls, and he was always in the visual's ear anyway. But then the crowd started throwing stuff on the court. So Billy goes over, and he takes the microphone from the table and addresses the crowd and said, no matter how bad the officiating is, stop throwing things on the court. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets teed up again at the moment as he walks away. That is so Billy Tubbs and yeah. just so classic, uh, which made that a ton of fun. Well, in them being back, somebody else was back, and... I'm going to play this. It's not the best audio. I'm going to see if I can't get better audio clip. Not the best audio. But during the game, John Brooks was there. And if you don't know Brooksy, he was the legendary voice of OU for many years. You know, when Bob Barry started, he was at Oklahoma. And then when Bob moved to Oklahoma State, it was Brooksy that came in and worked with Mike Treps and some others there on the broadcast. And, you know, he made the Jiminy Christmas famous and all that. Well, I've known Brooksy forever. And he doesn't, by the way, doesn't look any different. And you see him, I saw the picture. Last time I saw him was at a, an OAB, Oklahoma Association of Broadcasters Awards. And he, I mean, he just looks the same. And he was, you talk about a hustler. John would, John would come into a job like at OU, or he was at Tulsa for, you know, a couple of years as well, in between Dan and Bruce. And they, uh, He'd come into a job, and they'd offer him a certain amount of money, and then John would come back and say, you know, no, uh, pay me, and he'd name, he'd name some number that was less. And he said, but, now, I want you to provide me a place to stay. He'd say, like, a, a car and a place to stay. John negotiated things like that. <laughs> uh, he was one of those one of those guys. <clears throat> and he was also a guy where you know, he's the voice of OU, you know, OU sports, he's, so he's doing football and basketball and occasionally some other things. But then, you know, I'd get a call from John. He goes, hey, I'm at the Big 12 Wrestling, uh, and I'm going to cover this for others. Just you know, can you pay me a couple hundred bucks, and I'll just give you – I'll give you customized reports every day when I was the sports director where I was. And I said, yeah, hell yeah, absolutely. So every day John would call, and you'd get, a, you'd get a personalized for you, you know, sports thing. But he's calling every station that he could get a hold of in every one of those schools and making how much money to go and put this thing on. That's John. Well, John happened to be there for the game. He was there to show up to honor Billy, and they had Billy's son there. He he did a I don't know if you've seen it or not, but it's Dear Dad, and I'll I'll play it too mm-hmm. a little later on. And Toby Rowland, God bless him, to his credit, Toby put John on the mic for a few minutes and let him call. Now this is actually recorded off a radio, as someone was listening to this. Okay, so it's got an even better th- uh, feel to me. All right, so I want you to hear it. This is John Brooks, former voice of Oklahoma and Tulsa, as I said, for a few years, but legendary with the Sooners. When Toby Rowland just handed him the mic and said, all right, let's do a little play-by-play. Here you go. Guarded by Zach Stacey. We've got a pick. Gets it on the right wing side. 
Back out it comes to McCollum in the lane, in traffic, scramble for the ball, loose, up with it, and back the other way comes McCollum. Got it down court quickly, into the lane, pass near side, three-pointer in the way, give it to him, That's it. Wasn't that great? That's there it. it is. He hadn't lost a step, has he? That's that's what got that's really stuck out to me was just how quick he was able to go right back into it and how long he hasn't done it in. Oh, you know, just, well, now that's how long he hasn't done that. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if John wasn't doing some high school somewhere. Yeah. I really wouldn't. That's just the way he stays after it. But I mean and they may have talked about it beforehand. Toby may have said beforehand, Hey, this would be really cool. You want to do this? Mm-hmm. Maybe that happened, which would be fun. Uh it doesn't matter. And John's just if you're a play by play guy, then that's just what you are. I mean, you're probably, yeah. if, if you're a play-by-play guy, you're the guy rolling around the retirement center. <laughs> now he takes the cup of, you know, a spoonful of peas. Oh, he dropped one. I yeah. mean, you'd be that guy, you, right? You just think about your life <laughs> through that lens, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm not surprised at all that John was able to jump back in like that. It was so much fun to hear it. But he's another one of those guys, too, that his voice doesn't sound any older. He, his mm-hmm. voice still sounds yeah. young as he jumps in. And when I when I saw him at the OAB, I walked over, and he's, he's Rick, you know, and he said, I mean, you sound like you're 35 years old. <laughs> But that was fun too. I mean, it was just what a what a day it was for everything that went on in Norman. It'd been nice to win the game, mm-hmm. and they didn't. But I mean, come on, that's a really good Kansas team. So to lose it like that, but a great honor for Coach Tubbs. All right, six forty. <coughs> pardon me, six forty-seven here on the Blitz eleven seventy. I'm Rick Corey. That is Bryce in the other room. Bryce is going to have this day in sports history brought to you by Triad Eye Institute in a few moments. We'll still talk today about Jay Williams and what Jay Williams said about Caitlin Clark because it kind of caused a firestorm over the weekend. But then, not to be outdone, Kenny Smith thought he'd double up. <laughs> he does it during the the three-point shooting contest, which we'll get mm. into as well. We'll have our blitz bust, and I might have given you <clears throat> an indication of some people who <laughs> might be involved there. And we'll take your comments at 918-262-5072. If you were around and if you remember what Coach Tubbs or when Coach Tubbs was here, competing against the Norms and the Eddie Suttons and, and folks like that, then text us at 918 You heard what Bill Self said. Was that the best? I mean, would you like to go back to the Big 8? I mean, I, that, that ship has sailed, obviously, but did you think that's the best time for basketball? Was that better than now? I'm not sure I'm going with better than now, but I understand what Bill was saying. But I'd like your opinion. Tonight, 918 here on The Blitz. The Blitz 1170. Your new home for Rich Eisen. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. The Oklahoma State Cowboys will be at the Cincinnati Bearcats on Wednesday. The Pokes are coming off a top 20 upset of BYU in Stillwater this past weekend. Oklahoma State shot 59% from the field, led by true freshman Jamiron Keller, who had 22 points. The Oklahoma Sooners will be on a bye week this week and won't play again until Bedlam Part 2 in Stillwater on Saturday. The Sooners dropped their home game over the weekend against Kansas 67-57. Jalen Moore led the Sooners with 17 points. And the Tulsa Golden Hurricane will be at Wichita State on Wednesday night as they look to sweep the season series against the Shockers. TU has swept the series with Rice after their OT victory against the Owls on Saturday. P.J. Haggerty led the Hurricane with a 30-point, 10-rebound performance. That's the Winter World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Blitz 1170, and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.